Christy Bilbrey. Right after college, I started my career in the Senate press office and then the White House. For the next seven years, I worked in corporate marketing before starting my own business. As soon as I did, the one thing I realized that none of those experiences taught me was how to market myself. Promoting yourself can mess with your head. Discovering brand storytelling and learning how to put it to work in my messaging saved my business. Once I learned this, I started teaching other business owners how to put it to work in their business as well. I created the Business That Story Built podcast to help strengthen the stories we tell ourselves and the stories we tell others. Audiences crave the human side of businesses. They want to get to know you, follow you, and interact with you outside of the buying experience. This can be intimidating to say the least. If you're ready to take your mindset and your messaging to the next level, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining today. I have been looking forward to this interview and this is our last interview for the Thought Leader series and something that I think everyone out there that you know you have to, you know, you may look at it as something you have to deal with as opposed to get to deal with. And I'm kind of hoping that this episode will shift your thought process there, but it's social media and it's specifically Instagram, which is such a huge part of connecting with audiences and getting discovered. So I brought someone on who is perfect for my listeners. She actually specializes in working with women over 40 in Instagram. That is her jam. Uh, You have to check her out online. Let me introduce you to Amy Studer. Amy is a 51-year-old social media manager who caters to the over 40 gal in business. Amy started her business almost two years ago when she realized she wanted to encourage, educate, and women 40, 50, 60, and beyond to share their business on social media because she believes the world needs to see you even if you are over 40. She handles social media management for businesses and she also has a membership to help women in grow in Instagram. Thank you so much for joining Amy. I'm so excited that we're you know able to get this up here. Me too. I'm so happy to share this. I want to shout out from the rooftops because I really feel so strongly that women need to be seen on Instagram of all places. We tend to edit ourselves out and remove ourselves when actually we need to be seen more instead of less. Yeah. And and so tell me a little bit about how you got started, you know, what really drew you to this area and specifically to helping this audience. Right. Well, actually, I'm a return to work mom. So I left the corporate world when I was 30. I stayed home with my kids for 17 years. And when my husband's job went wonky, I really looked around and was like, um, when he asked me to find a job, I thought, what in the world? (laughs) Who me? (laughs) You know, and I threw a few different, you know, once I realized my resume was not up to date, I asked a friend to lunch who had mentioned, you know, here and there, um, you know, Amy, if you ever want to go back to work. And I thought, no way, I don't want to go back to work. I love being at home with my kids. That was absolutely what I wanted to do. Um, But my husband was like, we really do need some help here. And so I took her lunch and she said, I would love to hire you. She 
owned an insurance office hmm. and she said, go get your insurance license. And I said, well, okay. And I took that class online and I got my insurance license and I went to work for her 20 hours a week in her office. And two months into it, she asked me to have a meeting and I thought, oh, geez, what did I do? Um, but she said, Amy, I really would love for you to do my social media. And that was like a little God kiss. It was like, oh, somebody noticed. And before this, as a stay-at-home mom, I had a little shop. I had an Etsy shop and I used to mm. do things as a maker. And I was also a social seller. So I would get on um, Facebook and Instagram and I would talk to my audience and I loved it. I absolutely loved the community. I loved um, connecting with women that way. And I loved the marketing. And so it was such a um, God kiss that she was like, will you do my social media? And I said, absolutely. Somebody was going to pay me to be on Pinterest <laughs> and all of those things. And um, Google became my best friend. I really had to learn what to do. I literally Googled, you know, what does a social media manager do? And <laughs> I figured it out along the way. And um, what I found is that when I told people what I did, mostly women my age, they were like, oh, I hate social media. Ooh, how do you do that? You know, I, I saw this really soft underbelly show up with so many of my friends and women my age. And I also felt a little uncomfortable, like, who am I to be this 50-year-old woman in this much younger um, career path? And I just really strongly believed that I'm, I, I'm a consumer. You know, I buy houses, I buy insurance. I, I knew that the 20 and 30-year-old spoke differently than I mm -hmm. did. Knew that there was a way that we needed to communicate online. Women, we were online, we were on Facebook, we were on Instagram, but um, I didn't see what, um, you know, I just thought I, I, I had this um, being, I guess, a, a content um, consumer for so long because I loved it. I really felt like I could um, show these ladies how to um, sell their products in a way that was not smarmy and not weird and, you know, the way that um, we want to be talked to. So I just took it and ran with it. And again, I kept getting referrals from friends and, you know, Amy can help you with this. And I would do coffee dates here and there. And, and it really, one thing led to another. And um, two years ago, I did start my business and I honestly didn't lead with the age thing. Um, huh. This is, And I know this is something you teach too. When I just started telling my stories, on Instagram, the story that resonated the most was my age when yeah. I talked about it. And so I got that feedback. And so I really took that and said, you know what, that's just going to be my message. I am the 51 year old social media manager. And when I tuned in my message so clearly, um, my audience showed up. And that's so true for my clients as well. You know, when we just get really clear and define who we are, your audience will show up. Oh, yeah. And that's, I, I, I definitely want to unpack that because I feel like a lot of us don't know exactly what to do with that. So I'm excited that you're here. <laughs> we can yes. un unpack some of this. So that kind of leads into this, this next question about some of the roadblocks. And you've talked about just, it's, it's often perceived that this is a younger person's space. And do we, you know, what are we doing on there? Who do we think we are? What do you think are the biggest roadblocks for women business owners over 40 when it comes to showing up? And I mean, 
because I'm sure you'll attest to that it's showing up with you, not just with other pictures yes. of things, but your face, your voice. Um, that can feel scary. It can feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just speaking to my camera. What am I doing? You know, yeah. how can you just share a little bit about some of those mindset issues and, and tweaks to get over, get over yourself a little bit with those. Right. It's so true. Um, you know, we, I, I think we sort of ignored it. So many of my clients are so successful in their businesses and they sort of ignored social media. Like, I don't need that. My business mm -hmm. is doing fine. But really realizing now that it's such a great tool, you know, it's such a great tool. Even if you are really busy, you can use your social media to answer questions and um, serve your audience really better by, um, by having that information up there. And you get the best clients because they've already seen your voice and, or excuse me, seen your face and heard your voice when you show up. And that's my biggest message is it's an energy thing. They will find you. And so many of my ladies want to distance themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, there's one, the, um, what in the world do I say? You know, right. what do I say? What does this have to do with my business? I hear that all the time. Um, what does, you know, my to-do list have to do with my business? Because I teach it a, a strategy for stories where you share what you're doing for that day. And they're like, what does this have to do with my business? And I tell you, um, showing people who you are and what you do is like the magic. Mm. That's the intersection of, of getting your ideal clients. And they're going to come to you as if they already know you because they've seen you speak on your social media. And you know, the biggest hangups for my ladies is one, I don't think I'm interesting. I don't do anything fun. And the second is I don't like the way that I look mm. and I don't like the way I sound. And how do you do this? It's so awkward and weird. You know, my kids walk around the house on FaceTime, you know, with their friends in my kitchen all the time. It's so natural for the younger people to do this right. and it's not natural for us. So it is something to overcome. And just know that it feels weird and know that it's awkward and know that we kind of just have to accept that this is what we look like. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and the truth is um, we have dark shadows on our face and we have wrinkles and we have gray hair and I'm not a size eight anymore and all of those things. But none of that matters, I assure you, in want, people wanting to get to know you better and wanting your services. In fact, I think it helps in so many ways, you know, in so many ways, people will, will relate to you more um, by just showing who you are and don't wait to lose 10 pounds. That's ridiculous. Mm, yeah. Don't wait, show up exactly how you are. And um, that is going to uh, build your, you know, your, your, your people will show up. I, it's like magic. I cannot even tell you how many times I've seen it happen for my clients. So it sounds like one of the best ways to to get yourself out of there is just by taking action, just kind of practicing. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I think starting out on stories is the easiest way hmm. because it's 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, there's tons of filters in there. I, I'm not <laughs> opposed to filters. You know, I, I teach filters as a tool. Use filters, don't use filters, whatever um, it takes for you to show up because showing up is the most important thing. Um, but 15 seconds of talking to your camera and, you know, I, I give a strategy of, you know, not every day, but maybe every couple of days you can show your to-do list and make it strategic um, in showing 
actually what you're doing for that day because you are inducing them to your business. You want to show people um, what it means to work with you and how you operate. So maybe show them your to-do list, maybe tag a couple of businesses, tag a couple of people that you have meetings with. And then the second slide in your um, stories, when you're starting out and getting comfortable showing up is going to be um, maybe you walking into an office or walking into a meeting and maybe you're just scanning a lunch table and then you're going to type across it what you're doing for that day. Super simple, not intimidating, just simply bringing people along on your day with you. And then the last slide in that series is then going to be you talking to the camera and simply, um, you know, giving some maybe you had a meeting and oh this 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 question came up with one of my clients and i wanted to answer it for you because you may have the same question and it's just talking about your business and it's just getting really comfortable um you know with that camera in your hand and answering the questions that come up and and you do that a few times i have ladies who you know six months ago they didn't want to take a picture of their hand and now they're like i just need to do more video and I just am in the background cheering because yeah. it really does get easier. And the cool thing that happens is the connections happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when you walk into a meeting, people already know what you've been up to because they've been seeing you on social media, right? They already feel close that's, to you. But- that's what I said to you when we first got on here. I said, I feel like I know you just because of social media. Right. So we already, you've already heard my voice. You already know what I look like. And it's so cool you will never go back once you start. It really is um, such a great connection. And I will even venture to say this, it's easier than sitting down and creating graphics and doing Mm -hmm. posts and like hopping on and doing a 15 second video or a 30 second video is so much easier than, um, you know, getting Canva up and, you know, all of that. So I do think once you start, you're going to be hooked. I love it. Um, and, and I know something that you talk about is content is everywhere and, and everything that you're describing is, is exactly that. And I think it's just, um, there's something, there's something I know, at least in my own head, that's like, well, for others, but not for me, this, my desk is a mess. I don't want anybody to see that right now. And so I think it's just, um, is it just a matter of saying a well or saying, well, if I turn toward this way, then it's a slightly different angle and that works or what do you recommend? Well, there's all kinds of tips to look better for sure. Um, and you know, face the light. I mean, way to, to take selfies. It's a skill. I mean, 100% it's a skill and it can be learned. And so when you say, okay, I'm going to show up, I'm going to start doing this, you know, just listen to the tips. You can do it. Um, you know, all the tips are available to you. Google is your best friend. You can follow me. I'm always giving tips. But um, the other thing is, is yeah, we have to stop judging ourselves so harshly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hear from my ladies so often, what is interesting about this, Amy? You know, and I said, <laughs> I love it. I love, and I'll bring up different things that they've mentioned to me in conversations. And I say, you know, I love the fact that you are a 70 year old woman who is a retired principal who has made it through breast cancer. And now you play bocce and you watch your kids twice, your grandkids twice a week. Like, I love these stories. And the world needs to know how we love our people. Like, I think Mm. that's so important. You know, um, the examples of women who are in their forties on social media are not always positive. Like Mm -hmm. let's blow that out of the water. That's not how most of us live. And what I tell my children is, 
I work really hard to be as boring as I am, you know, (laughs) (laughs) able, you know, 21 year marriage and, you know, three kids at home and all of that. Um, We connect to people when we know their stories, you know, the, the, the stuff that's out there, it's not relatable. I don't relate to Kris Jenner. You know, I can't, I mean, it's just cool and all, but I cannot relate to that lifestyle at all. But mm-hmm. if you talk to me about your family, um, I can connect to that. Yeah. 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 So I think it's just, it's taking the pressure off and it just kind of one story at a time, probably. Yes, absolutely. Um, so as, as thought leaders, so this is part of the thought leader series and People who are listening are either thought leaders or they're aspiring thought leaders. And when you think about how to show up on Instagram as a thought leader, if your goals are kind of boosting your credibility, um, maybe booking more, booking more speaking, or somehow kind of establishing you are someone that people should follow in whatever your area is, what are, you know, maybe some some pillars or just types of content that you think are also important to share to, to help with that. Right. Um, You know, I think we can go back to like, what are people asking you? You know, there's um, in conversations when you're having coffee with someone and they know your industry, what are people asking you? That's a great place to start because usually we find ourselves repeating all the time. So if you get on your social media and you start answering those questions or addressing things that you think are really simple, you know, we think when we're in our own industry, when you're in a, a real estate agent or, you know, whatever your industry is, you just don't even think about popping off you know, MLS this and, you know, all of the terminology, we don't know what that means. You know, mm-hmm. we really don't. So if you can give value by answering these really simple questions, simple to you, not to the, you know, your audience, right. um, I think it, it goes a long way because um, people go, oh, I'm going to learn something there. Or, you know, you're just stacking up this information on your Instagram page. Maybe they don't need the information now, but they learn to trust that they can go back there and find it. You know, I'll give you an example. One of my um, good friends, and she's here in Eagle, she has created a audience for um, growing hydrangeas. She calls herself the hydrangea Mm. queen. I mean, and she's adorable and she has a huge audience and she talks about growing hydrangeas. Now I don't um, watch every single video that she puts out. I think she's adorable, but I know that when I go to, you know, plant my hydrangeas or need to fertilize them, I know I'm going to go to her page because I trust that she has all the information for me. And so it's really just, um, you know, gathering that information and bit by bit, adding it to your Instagram page and answering those questions. So they understand that you offer value and can answer them. Yeah, just reinforcing the different areas of your niche so that people yeah. just are so used to seeing that that they wouldn't think of going elsewhere. Oh, that's that's good. And, um, you know, if we kind of move into specifics in Instagram, and yes, it's always changing, and we'll get to that, but things like uh, our photo, our profile photo, our bios, what would you say is the most important must-have for your photo and for your bio? Ooh, this is good. Um, definitely you need to have a smiling picture of your face. Mm. So often women our age will have our husbands in the picture or our children or a dog or something like that. And if you're doing business, 
you got to step out into the spotlight and show your face. Just you, you know, that if you have branded pictures, that's awesome. If it's just a beautiful selfie, then then um, take that and add that for your profile picture. So profile picture is very important because you want to be able to be recognizable when you walk in the room for that coffee date or whatever it is you're doing. Um, and then the other thing that I, a um, big mistake that I see happen is for Instagram, they give you two places where you're searchable. So you have your name and then you have your username. And I'll use mine for an example. My uh, username is Boise Boutique Social. And then there's another place where I actually add my name, Amy Studer. And, and, and I think social media manager. So there's really important um, real estate there. And often I see women not adding their name or not adding their business name, or it just doesn't jive. So make sure that you are searchable by your name and your business name. They both need to be there. And then your bio just needs to be um, telling your audience. It's always about your audience and not about us, which is a huge relief, right? Um, but when they look at your bio, they need to understand what they're getting out of following you. So it's not about us. It's not about all the great things we've done. It's about, uh, you know, them taking that information and deciding if you're someone that's going to um, add value to them and their life, you're going to hit the follow button. So it's really that I help statement. So you're going to um, say, I help, you know, whatever it is your niche is and whatever it is you do um, in that bio. Okay, and back to back to something that I mentioned a moment ago, which is these these constant changes that it feels like almost every week we see a lot of social media managers will put out these reels of the head of Instagram saying, and this week here's how everything's changing, and this week here's how everything's changing, which I think can also just throw one more wrench into women thinking, oh man, I finally thought I knew what I was doing, and and now this is different. So I think just taking that into account and that um, it is going to continually change. How can you, how do you recommend women, you know, cause it does take some, some thought, some effort to continually re-engage. And I think just being open to this is going to shift and change yeah. over time. Yeah. I let it kind of come in one ear and out the other. I don't think I did my first reel until reels had been around for a year. Mm -hmm. So I'm not an early adapter of anything. I kind of just let it sit. Um, you know, reels have been around for over two years now. Wow. Isn't that yeah. crazy to think about? Um, I do think that you, honestly, the average Joe doesn't really need to worry about all the changes. Like it, okay. you'll, eventually you'll, you'll see and find out and discover, but to be, you know, the most early adapter to every single change, I don't think it's that important. N nothing major is changing. The most important thing to remember is that Instagram is a storytelling app. Instagram mm. is a way to connect. And if you're doing that, you know, that's not changing. That's really not changing. Okay. And in fact, they're in, right now they're encouraging small content creators. If you're doing reels, you are going to get rewarded. So that's mm. kind of inspiring. Um, they, uh, the latest word, like I said, you know, I kind of in one ear and out the other, but, um, 
they want us to do reels. So mm-hmm. we, we've got to, we've got to do video. That's another thing. And they don't have to be super long. In fact, you know, six, seven, eight seconds is really what is um, working right now. So mm-hmm. if you can do um, just a video of yourself working at your desk and then type some words over it, you're golden. That's okay. Yeah. I love that. So reels. And that, that was definitely a question I have are reels everything. Should people who are listening right now just say, okay, I, I got to go all in with reels when it comes to Instagram. You know, I would say, yes. I mean, yeah. not all in, not all in, but, but it needs to be something that you do. You know, mm-hmm. I have to, admit, I, I think it does need to be something that you do at least once a week mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like I said, it does not have to be complicated. It can just simply be you um, taking some video of yourself working at your desk and then you give your tips. If you look at the reels that I do, oh my gosh, I'm sitting at my desk every single, you know, one that I do, it's not, not dancing. I'm not, you know, doing anything exciting, um, but they do reward you for just simply creating the, the reel and you can get some good information out and you can give some tips. It does not have to be super complicated. In fact, I think the easier and the simpler, the better. Um, and another thing that I would say that is the best advice that I've had, stop following every competitor that you mm, know. Okay. That is a huge one. You know, people in your industry, um, maybe choose one or two that you really like or value or maybe have a friendship with and the rest unfollow Hmm. do not watch them it is so intimidating if i sat and watched every creator i would like be in fetal position like you cannot do that to yourself and you have to be aware that um we need people on every part of the journey like beginners and in the middle and you know if i were to look at the people who are you know maybe the amy porterfields or or whatever in my industry like that's just overwhelming they have teams of people they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars like that's just not doable for most of us so you know i like i work with the beginners you know show me show me your um you know stuff that has errors like it's okay i i don't care like let's just um you know work at start i guess is my point just start and don't worry about the end result because um there are so many people in different phases of the journey and we cannot compare ourselves to the ladies who have been doing this um for years and years and you know have it all mastered yeah so it sounds like just to to help your brain without remove it from the equation just don't even follow them don't even let it be a source of temptation for your brain to go there so what do you recommend in terms of inspiration and let's say you want to kind of plan out like okay these are the things i'm doing this week so i want to be mindful when i'm doing it like one thing i'm mentally telling myself right now is before you end this interview, make sure you get a picture with Amy that you can put on stories. You know, so it's just kind of those reminders. Um, What do you recommend to people, especially as they're getting started and they don't have that as a habit yet to to have sources of inspiration to kind of plan how to build it into their week? Yeah, I follow one or two people that that you connect with, you know, that's always great to have a voice in your head, like, oh, you know, so-and-so said, I need to be doing this. That's, you know, to have those great reminders. I love, um, you know, having one or two people that I really rely on and, you know, get around women who are doing the same thing you're doing. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is such an important part of the journey, um, whether it be accountability groups or, you know, I have lots of friends online. I'm my accountability per, um, coach I've never met in real life, my business coach I've never met in real life. You know, lots of people online that you can be inspired with. But um, I think getting around other women who are doing the same thing, who understand my husband doesn't even understand what I do. You know, (laughs) so many people are like, what, you know, a story, it's 15 seconds. I don't know what you're talking about. So if you can just find one person in your life who is doing what you're doing, um, get around them and, and make it a point to connect. And, um, you know, like you said, you do start to notice that you're going to start taking pictures. You're going to start um, putting out that, that content that you um, want to show people who you are and what you do. And if you can connect with other women who are doing the same thing, it helps you tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and you think, um, just other women business owners don't necessarily have to be in your field or, or anything. No, I think it's almost better. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it, I, I hang out with people in my industry all the time. Um, so it's not a bad thing. I I don't, I believe in abundance. I think we all, you know, offer different things. So I hang out with other social media managers too. I think that's awesome. But, um, but, but no, it doesn't have to be um, in your industry. I think anyone who's doing business online, there's a language that we speak Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, they'll get it. You know, they'll understand it more than maybe your friend or someone who's not doing it, you know, or your family members because my I know my family does not even get what I do and that's okay because I have friends and and you know other people that I um talk about business with and that's okay yeah um and then you know something you talked about earlier that that is one aspect and even though we need to get over it is appearance and I think about brand photos and so whether it's reels or just for stills you know the cover image or stills um when you and you think about okay my these are my brand colors. This is what I represent. And that can be really intimidating and expensive. And like, oh my gosh, how often am I supposed to invest in these? What what can you say that might take some of the stress off and kind of easy ways to, to represent your brand, you know, on Instagram through maybe easier to take brand photos than feeling like I need to rent out a set and have a stylist and a makeup artist and a professional photographer, you know, the whole works and build this out months in advance. What do you have to say about that? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I do think branding photos are important, but you'll know when you get there, you know, you know, you'll know when you get there, um, when it's time to invest in that. Um, I love to um, say when like holiday around the holidays or um, when you know that you're going to be dressed up and going to parties, um, maybe you buy a dress that is the same color as your branding color and Mm. you take pictures during that time. Um, You know, maybe you have a scarf that is your branding color that you can wear in a few photos. Um, Really easy ways to bring in those colors and Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's your nail polish, you know, maybe your brand, you know, sometimes you know, you just want to uh, get your nails done in a certain color and you use that as, as adding um, something, a little flair to your social media. Um, you can have a coffee mug on your desk that is your branding color. So it, there's really simple, easy ways to incorporate it. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a whole business plan around it. You will certainly get better as your business grows and be able to invest in that. And I do think it is pleasing to the eye. It's not 
everything, but it is, um, we like to look at pretty pictures. So if you can, you know, maybe move the background, you know, um, mess, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. in your kitchen, if you're doing a video, um, I think that helps, you know, mm -hmm. it just, it's less stressful on the eye. Mm -hmm. I certainly, um, when I'm watching things, I go, oh, I can't, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to see pretty things. We do. Um, it's not everything, but um, when you can control it, control it. When you can't, let it go, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Done over perfect. But if you can yes. be mindful, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you'll start to get better. You'll start mm -hmm. to, you know, you'll go to take a picture and go, oh, if I move that, it'll look better. Like, it's just a matter of doing it. You really do. When you plug into, I wasn't, I didn't know any of this stuff five years ago, you know, <laughs> um, you, you just, you learn as you go. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what about different apps for, you know, editing or scheduling? Is there anything that you, are your favorites that you recommend that you found helpful? Sure. I, I actually use Meta for scheduling content for my clients. I think that um, what I've learned, you know, in the beginning and from my business coach and Facebook and Instagram are like um, jealous boyfriends. So the closer <laughs> you can get to the source, mm -hmm. they like it. Um, so I create reels in my Instagram app. You know, I will upload videos maybe that I take, but I will create them in Instagram. Um, and that's just because I keep it super simple. I'm not, you know, editing a ton. Um, I do like InShot. I think that's a, a good app to edit if I were editing. Um, but I really do keep as much as I can inside the sources because I do think that they, um, you get rewarded. I don't know if that's, you know, a hundred percent, um, true or not, but for meta, I do all my scheduling through them and, um, and I create most of my content in the Instagram app. Okay. So yeah, you don't have to, again, one more way. You don't need to overcomplicate. Absolutely. Keep it easy. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have, do you have any kind of final tips for women who, um, you know, to just inspire them to get out there on social media? One thing I love about women who are over 40, we don't need to find our voice. We know who we are. We maybe need to find our online voice, mm. you know, and that takes a little bit of, you know, uh, watching and thinking, what, what is it I want to say? And how do I want to come across? Um, but the cool thing about being this age is we really have tuned in to what feels good. We are following our joy. You know, we are um, doing what serves our family and what serves our community and what, you know, we're in this fantastic place in life. And that does need to be seen. Mm -hmm. And I cannot emphasize it enough that what you do is interesting and the world needs to see you. And, you know, all of these when you're following your, your joy, those are like little breadcrumbs, I believe that God is giving you like, you know, to, to follow. I know that's what happened when I started at the, the um, insurance agency, who knew I was going to wind up here. I yeah. certainly didn't. <laughs> and, um, and I just can't emphasize enough that when you are following your joy, the world needs to see that. And you don't know how you're inspiring other people. You're giving other women permission to um, bring in income to, um, you know, change their lives and change the legacy for their families. Um, I just think it's so important. We can absolutely 
Um, one story I love to remind myself of is my husband's grandfather started a business when he was 59 years old and it lasted for 40, 40 plus years. And so imagine what you can do, you know, if you start now, you can absolutely change the legacy of your children and grandchildren with um, this. You have ideas and you know that there's things that you want to do. Go do them. Mm hmm. Mm. That's so great. That's so good. And, and I know this is absolutely, she practices what she preaches because I, I follow her, um, which is how I, I found her and, and brought her on here. But she does. She has clients. She has women in their 60s and 70s who are business owners showing up online and doing great things. So thank you so much for coming on today and just inspiring and encouraging my audience. And Amy, um, you know, we will definitely include your website on um, on the show notes and it's just amystuder.com and if you want to follow her on instagram it's boise boutique socials or anywhere else that you want to direct people are those the main places those are the main places and i do have my membership if anybody wants support um, with learning social media. I love the, the group coaching aspect and it, it's closed right now, but it will be opening in October. And so if you follow along, you can, um, you can get on a waiting list or you can, uh, you know, just follow along on Instagram. And we, of course, will open up that membership to new members in October. So great. Well, thank you so much, Amy. I really appreciate it. And for everyone listening, I hope you've enjoyed the Thought Leader series and we'll see you next week. To succeed in business, you need brand awareness, authority, and trust. To get those, you need visibility. Podcasts offer each of these. It's a unicorn platform because it gives you the scarcest resource in digital marketing, attention. Did you know that 80% of podcast audiences listen to the entire episode and more than 50% consider buying from a brand or individual that they discover on a podcast? Building your own show and audience takes years. Grow faster by guest speaking on other podcasts to get more leads, build your SEO, and strengthen your brand. To learn how my agency can help, email me at hello at christybilbrey.com.